the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, my friends. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a It's a great day to be alive right here in West Central Florida. I believe to be one of the best places on earth to serve the Lord. And today's uh, temperatures, well, doesn't get much better than that. It's a good motorcycling day. Yeah. Put your helmet on, though. Are you a helmet guy? Sure am. 24-7? Totally. Okay. Just wondering because we have have the folks that have uh, deemed themselves to be invincible. I don't think the Lord really looks at it that way. I think uh, I think we need to be smart. Got to see Jose's motorcycle. It's a big old fat Harley that I don't even know how he keeps it standing up. He's he's, you know, he's a, a fit guy, but uh, you know he's not six six. And uh, you know how he keeps this, uh, uh, you know, forty thousand pound behemoth. You know uh, that there's people listening to this that actually know me that know, know that that's not the truth. Now, I also know you don't have a Suzuki 175, right? Nope. What's yours? A Ninja 600. A Ninja. I got a good story for you. I was, Jose, maybe 17, okay? So back uh, in the day, you know, the the trail bikes were kind of popular. You know, they were street bikes and trail bikes, right? Yeah. So I think I had a Suzuki 175. Does that sound about right? Yeah, it's it's a good you know, it's a good size for that. Uh, I mean, way, we're talking way back in the 70s. You know yeah. what I mean? A Suzuki 175. So let me tell you my stories real quick. And I bet you there's somebody else that can relate this afternoon. So anyway, I get this new Suzuki, and uh, you know what we do? You know, uh, the sin of temptation. Well, you know, this is how we justify things. And by the way, be careful because the ads were already out the last couple of days. Hey, look at the pre Black Friday ads on Amazon. Hey, we got TVs. Hey, we got this. So anyway, well, you know, 
I wanted to be efficient in gas, Jose. You know, that was a priority when I was 17. So let's go ahead and buy a a little motorcycle, and I'm going to ride my motorcycle to work. Yep. Now, at the time, I had a part-time job. I think I was in high school. If not, well, maybe USF. So anyway, I was looking, I was working for Likes Electronics in the warehouse, I think, over in Drew Park. My shifts started at either 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning, which means that about the time that I scored my motorcycle, going to work, it was dark. And I think in a period of 10 days, going to work in the dark, I got run off the road twice. Yep. People changing lanes, and I mean, fortunately, A, I'm paying attention, and... um you know, there's an escape path. So after I got run off the road a couple of times, and I really noticed that it seems, at least back then, it seemed like it was more pronounced that people just waking up, maybe with coffee in hand. We're not even talking about distract. Man, I can't even imagine today with, with cell phones. But, you know, when you ride your motorcycle to work, especially when it's dark in the morning and rush hour is beginning, you really take your life, your life into your own hands. Definitely. I mean, it's rough. Now, here's the better one, Jose. So, to this day, I got a bunch of uh, very close friends. We still get together. We all graduated from Hillsborough High School. And uh, I'll never forget. <laughs> I'm laughing even now. So, uh, and I'm not going to mention his name. But uh, one of the guys I have hung with, uh, we go, we're over at his house, and I, I I drove the motorcycle over. And so it was it was brand new, right? So he wants to he, hey, can I ride you? You want to you, you want to take a ride? Oh, okay. big mistake. So so let me tell you what he was. Uh, if you can just imagine, he was uh, one of our linemen on on Big Red's football team. So uh, and we're all you know we're all standing around so. I just was like, yeah, you want you want you want to take it down the street and back. So he hops on, and I don't even remember if he put a helmet on. <laughs> so he gets on the motorcycle, and uh, you know, sometimes when you get on a motorcycle for the first time, you know, even experienced folks, you got to, you know, where, where is the where where's the shift? You know, get used to it, right? So he was trying to have he was having little problems <laughs> anyway. He he pops it in first, didn't really have the hand clutch where it needed to be. He just released it and off. He well, went. he kind of did a couple hops, a couple hops, and he was off. Right. Well, to our great dismay, <laughs> at the end of the street, uh, not only was there a street a stop sign, but the street Jose didn't go through. It was a side street, right? And uh, the guy who owned the property at the end of the side street had one of these eight-foot hedges. Okay? And so, Everybody's picturing this right now in their heads. So he takes off. And about that time, we're, we're like, uh, stop! Stop, because it's stop sign, right? Stop! Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, he not only did he not know how to stop it, he didn't know how to turn a corner on a motorcycle. Yeah. 
And in my brand new, probably three or four week old Kawasaki. Thought it was a Suzuki. It was Suzuki, but it was. It was Kawasaki. Excuse me, I misspoke, Kawasaki. Anyway, we're sitting there, and it's like a cloud. He he plows through the stop sign. Next thing you know, he's into the hedge, and it's like a cloud. We don't see anything because he's gone yep. straight through the hedge. So we go running down there, and uh, fortunately for him, there was not a chain-link fence behind the hedge. You know how that would have turned out. But uh, we ran down there, and there is my brand-new motorcycle over on its side on top of his leg. And if for those of you in my younger days, I was a lot more into uh, – you know, the outside shrubbery, you know, you, you get you get underneath a, a hedge that's been there a long time that can grow up to, you know, six or eight feet. It's very dusty, you know, very dusty and dirty. I kid you not. We go down there. His arms, his face, everything is dark with dust except two wide circles around his eyes where he closed his eyes before. He went into the hedge, and I mean to tell you, I was I was living, I was kind of mad at the time because yeah, there was some scratches on my on my motorcycle, but yep. we're like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, well, I, well, I, I've I've never turned a corner on a motorcycle, and I'm like, well, what are you doing taking off on my motorcycle for? And so um, we had to get him up, pull the bike out, get back around the hedge. And uh, so um, yikes! I can I tell bet. you that uh, between that and, and, and the other, I kept my bike, I think, for a year. But I really didn't do it, you know, like Jose. I know you're very careful from time to time. You, you'll have that red beast out there. But I just stopped. It was just... You know, at the time, you know, my dad died when I was 16. I'm kind of taking care of my mother. And the thought really occurred to me, you know, if I get, you know, if I if I get splattered here and the Lord takes me home, you know, uh, I'm taking care of my mom. Mom hadn't driven. She was staying at home, mom, all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of covering for all that at the house, living at home. I thought, you know what, I I have a feeling I think I just need to stop this. But But, Jose, how many times have you been run off the road or – somebody's pulled in front of you that because of your expertise in defensive driving, you handle it. But, but how many times in your motorcycle career have, have someone, and, and I guess there's honest times where you just may happen to be in the blind spot. You know what I mean? When things are moving, uh, I'll dismiss that. But I mean, there's people who just don't look how many times you've been run off. Um, if I were to quantify this, it's easier for me to do it in the span of a year. So I'm probably the, the attempted murder by other motorists against me is probably three or four a year. Now, what's what I'm seeing a lot now when I do commute to work on it is people just really, uh, you know, how people uh, they get um, road rage and they they tailgate. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I notice is people just really like inches from from mm. me from from behind. I'm like um, on the motorcycle. I'm on the motorcycle wow. and they're right behind me. I mean, me I really they're, they're fall distracted back with their cell phone yeah. or whatever, and I'm like, okay, this isn't going to work. I really fall back if, if a motorcycle's in front of me. I mean, yeah, at least the car length. 
Luckily for me, I can turn around at the waist and just glare at them, and then they usually get it. Yeah, but you got that uh, smoke visor on. They can't tell how you really look. Exactly. So that's the whole thing (laughs) of it. When I turn around at the waist as I'm riding and look back at them, they they pretty much get right then and there that they are way too close and, you know, not to mess with me. Yeah. Well, so we got a show to do today. In case you uh, didn't notice, I'm, uh, I'm cognizant of that. Let me tell you what's going on uh, for today's show. We have been, I have been monitoring at nauseum uh, since about, what, 9 o'clock, 8, 30, 9 o'clock this morning. Ambassador Sunland, uh, ambassador to Europe, very much involved with uh, this uh, uh, tangled web having to do with the um, impeachment inquiry. He has been testifying since early this morning, and we'll talk about that coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour when we're joined by our uh, answer folks. Uh, He's still going at it, and uh, he's made some very wide allegations, and uh, here we go again. He's made some wide allegations, and they they sound like a bombshell until the Republicans get a chance to cross-examine him, and here again that you realize that most of what he is saying is uh, what his opinion is of what was going around him without uh, a whole lot of solid facts. So it's confusing once again, and you're going to hear, we may have the sound bite, we'll have to see as this thing uh, gets going here. Um, But hey, I'll tell you what's up on the Bill Bunkley Show, but a feature that's coming up in just a moment. How many of you saw the movie Overcomer? How many of you would like to see the movie Overcomer? How about the Kendrick brothers, who um, are out of Albany, Georgia, do all those Christian films? Alex Kendrick, who starred, he was a co-writer and director about, uh, about his movie Overcomer, He's going to be with me at the bottom of the hour. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. You can listen live right now at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the Listen Live. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. In the first 175 years of the nation, the House of Representatives impeached only one president, Andrew Johnson. Now, in the last 57 years, it's impeached two, Richard Nixon and Bill Clinton, and it may be ready to impeach a third. Why the rise in impeachments? Because we forget that impeachment is extraordinary. The normal way to remove a president is by the people through elections. The extraordinary way is impeachment, with its constitutional requirement of high crimes and misdemeanors. Lacking political patience, we threaten to make the extraordinary now ordinary. Politics is an ugly business. Quid pro quos and foreign policy? They doubtless happen more than we think, and if we don't like them, we have a chance to cast our vote in one year. But a case of high crimes and misdemeanors demanding an extraordinary remedy? I think not. I'm David Davenport. 
the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing leaders for the public square. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, that fate is not away. Eternal in the heavens. We've got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. are open at 877-943-9673. I'm excited because uh, coming up in a few moments, as I said, Alex Kendrick is going to be my special guest, and uh, Overcomer is uh, such an impactful movie. And now, uh, I know a lot of you like to uh, take the work of the Kendrick brothers and their Christ-centered movies. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that it is now uh, available in a DVD And that means that you can pick up a copy of the DVD and have folks over at your house to watch the movie and then to, well, have a little devotional. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, In addition to that, I mentioned that we're going to be talking about uh, the impeachment inquiry and have some quotes for that coming up in the 4 o'clock hour when our answer folks join us uh, for that session. Um, We also are going to talk about the president, uh, well, Looks like he's going to be heading to an engagement in South Florida, and that's going to happen before Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving is next week, so that gives you an idea. Plus, we'll also talk about uh, Israel is now hitting targets in Syria. That's because Iranian-backed uh, missiles, uh, made Iranian-made missiles, and uh, Hezbollah, which is their proxy, fired some missiles out of Syria. Well, Israel now responded to the north, and so uh, we'll cover that story at, at some time during our program today, reminding you that uh, each and every day that uh, you can listen anywhere around the state and around the country at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and that's very, very important because uh, we would like to have uh, more people just uh, spending some time with us. Well. There's a lot going on in the world, a lot going on here in America. And remember always that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, none of this catches him by surprise. None of this is new. All of this is, um, you know, part of the the overall plan of where we're going to be heading in the end result. So we'll just uh, leave it at that because, um, you know, this can be very, very discouraging if our only hope is to look horizontally to the left and the right. But when we can stop and uh, we can close our eyes and say, Holy Spirit, just remind me of, of all the joy that I have that has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on around me. That uh, we can have, I can have the, the name of the Lord and... Um, you know, we can call the name of the Lord and how very, very special that is. Well, I know where the secret stash is. Um, you know, we've been talking about the fact that we have a special promotion coming up. And um, I'm going to bring that up here in just a minute. Uh, and that's for the movie uh, Mr. Rogers. 
Mr. Rogers, I want to tell you a little bit about what we have about that beautiful neighborhood. Uh, You can win tickets to see the movie. That's right. Now that we're going to be talking movies today for just a a little bit, um, uh, you can uh, go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and you can win tickets to see A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And um, right now, uh, you can go and uh, each day put in your email address there at letstalkfaith.com. Click on the link for um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You can also um, um, put your name in on Facebook, Twitter, or Google. And if you put that name in every day, every day, every day, it's going to increase your chances to win some tickets. Now, here's what I want to follow up with is... um, I found out by a story at CBN News, you know that Tom Hanks is going to be playing the character of Mr. Rogers. Well, CBN is reporting that Mr. Tom Hanks himself apparently has a lot more common with Mr. Roberts, uh, excuse me, Mr. Rogers than his looks. Now, as uh, Tom has gotten into character, And he kind of looks like, you know, Mr. Rogers, and he puts on the red sweater and changes the shoes and does the, the, you know, does the whole gig. Well, in an interview with Access Hollywood, interviewers revealed that Hanks and Mr. Rogers share the same great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. Let me make sure I have that accurate. Great, great, great. Great, great grandfather. Now, what that means is, Jose, I know that you're pretty good at math. That means that Mr. Rogers and Mr. Hanks would actually be sixth cousins. Sixth cousins. Now, the movie is going to be opening up this Friday. And uh, it's Fred Rogers, kind of a quiet guy, kind of a layback guy. Um and uh, Mr. Hanks, from all of what I've heard, pulled off this role, and it's going to be. I, I know it's already on the list for the family. You know, uh, we got to go see Mr. Rogers, uh, and the request is for um, Thanksgiving. Um, and let me just tell you that the film is rated PG, not PG 13 or R, thank goodness, and especially for Mr. Rogers. Hello. Kind of, uh, kind of uh, amazing that it's not just G, but uh, it's film. It's rated PG for some uh, strong thematic material. There's a fight. There's some mild language, and uh, apparently the story has been written to aim more at adults than children. That's not surprising because the children have no idea who Mr. Robert, Mr. What do I, what, what do I keep saying, Mr. Roberts? I think because Robert Haley was in here, our engineer, and I'm just, I got a Robert bug in me. So, Mr. Rogers, it's a great day. A beautiful day. A beautiful day. No, no, we're in the Trump era. It's a great day. (laughs) Oh, I better get myself under control. I'm in one of those moods today. I made you that coffee. Like, you better start hitting it. It's a great day in the neighborhood. I got my red sweater on. I got my red mega hat on. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I should play a clip. Oh my word! 
Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that they were related. So maybe that's why Mr. Hanks can come up with a great, 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 great performance because of the great, 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 great connection he has with the great, 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 great Mr. Rogers. How was that? It was great. It's great. A beautiful day in the neighborhood starts this Friday. And so, unfortunately, you can't just drop into theaters this 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 time, you know, uh, with our new um, uh, reserve seating. So, better plan ahead. Better get your tickets. And by the way, if you just go by the theater ahead of time, you can save yourself what about five bucks and each, each time you see a movie. And in our family, we are pre twelve o'clock watchers. I like that $5.50 at the AMC theaters. Amen? That really stretches the budget. Coming up next, Alex Kendrick. Really, he and his brothers, Used of God, star, co-writer, and director for Overcomer. And guess what? We'll talk about the ministry of the movie because it's now available on DVD. Phone lines are open as always, 877-943-9673. It's a beautiful day in the studio. Don't go away. Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. House Republicans at the impeachment inquiry hearing that is underway have questioned Ambassador Gordon Sondland to clarify his understanding of quid pro quo from his morning testimony. Contrary to Democrat claims, Mr. Sondland is saying that he had no direct knowledge of President Trump conditioning U.S. aid to Ukraine to any corruption investigations of the national energy company Burisma, nor by extension to the Bidens. General Motors is suing Fiat Chrysler, alleging that its crosstown rival got an unfair business advantage by bribing officials of the United Auto Workers Union. The lawsuit alleges that FCA was involved in racketeering by paying millions in bribes to get concessions and gain advantages in three labor agreements with the union. On Wall Street, the Dow down 151 points. The Nasdaq, 60 points lower. This is SRN News. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fears Nachiwadi with principal office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800 948 59. Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-948-1659. That's 800-948-1659. 800-948-1659. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit 
deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? You could be losing sales by the second. Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. A full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I know what you used to do, but now it's time for you to get up and go. Oftentimes in a faith walk, we want God to show before we go. That's not faith. God will say, go, and I will show. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back, West Central Florida, Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Beautiful day today. Tell you what, the Lord is really, really blessing. And notwithstanding uh, of... uh, the world that we're getting through right now with uh, all of the uh, uh, unrest about Chick-fil-A, impeachment, inquiry. Well, as I told you, the Lord is in control. And I got to tell you what, this next segment, it's going to be just a real refreshing time. And that's because we're going to have a chat with Alex Kendrick. And Alex has uh, and his brothers have uh, really been the face in the change of meaningful, good Christian films, movies here in America. And he dedicated his life to following the Lord and making his truth and love known among the nations. And uh, Alex has served in church ministry for 20 years, First Baptist Church of Albany. In fact, I was with his pastor, I believe, Dr. Michael Katz, uh, uh, just a couple of days ago at Florida Baptist Convention. Uh, He's a writer. He speaks. He produces the Christian films with his brother Stephen and Shannon. They also directed movies, uh, Overcomer, War Room, Courageous, Fireproof, Facing the Giants, Flywheel, many of which you all have seen in Toto. And I want to tell you that I'm so excited because now Overcomer is coming out in DVD. Uh, with that, uh, Alice Kendrick, uh, thank you for honoring us today by sharing a little bit about uh, your work, your life, and your movie. Thanks, Bill. Great to be talking to you today. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I want to go back and talk about Overcomer, but first of all, when was the first time in your life, you or your brothers, that uh, you thought, you know what, let's make a little, let's make let's make a little movie here? Tell us about that. Well, probably that that came when we were very young. You know, we um, were enamored with the with the very few movies we were allowed to see. 
uh, Harvey the Love Bug, Swiss Family Robinson, The Computer That Wore Tennis. She's a lot of them Disney movies in the 80s. And we asked our parents for a video camera for Christmas. It was those you remember the first version of those things were like a suitcase on your shoulder that yes. was huge. And we ran around our neighborhood making our own version of Indiana Jones, except our character <laughs> was Alabama Jones. And instead of James Bond, our character was Savings Bond. And, of course, he, he would run around, and we they all had the same plot, chase him down and beat him up. And, and so we started doing that as we were, you know, 14, 15, 16-year-olds and really developed a knack for telling simple stories. And, of course, when God got a hold of our hearts later on, that desire shifted over to how can we tell stories to bring people to faith in the Lord. Mm. How about your church family? Boy, what a, as you guys grew older and uh, your church uh, started embracing the work that you were doing, and now it's sort of epic. Uh, Tell us about that. So we love our church. You know, I didn't even know how to do auditions when we did our first film. I just wanted to make a movie for the community. And uh, to get it in our local theater, we thought we were going to have to just rent a room and show a, show a movie to invite people to come see that may not be as comfortable walking in a church. And so we, uh, I didn't even do auditions. I just invited some people, hey, come out and be in this movie. And they're like, yeah, I guess. And so we shot the whole thing in Albany, Georgia. We put it in our one theater. The only thing we did right uh, is really bathed it in prayer. We asked God through that whole thing, show us what to do and and help us, and he did, and that movie went crazy. Not only did it explode locally, it sold over a million DVDs, and then we were off to the races, and God has never stopped showing uh, how much he can do with with a willing church who is able to go above and beyond and, and pray and, and try to honor him in the process. Uh, we've just been amazed at the response. Mm. Well, you and I have a mutual friend, Dr. Ted Bear, out uh, on the West Coast with Movie Guide. They are a regular Friday uh, addition to my show as we review movies for the weekend. We have often talked about uh, uh, the work uh, of you guys, and uh, we just pray for you. And, and again, just thank you for... Uh, allowing all of us to be ministered to by the Holy Spirit through your work, and, and, and just just say thank you. Well, I appreciate that very much. We want to continue doing it. Um, we're grateful to everyone who saw Overcomer. It, it's it's about to come out on DVD, and we packed that DVD with every special feature we possibly could, and we hope people will really enjoy it. Well, I want to talk about something else because, folks, you know when you get Overcomer, the DVD, that's when you invite folks over and you can really have some great discussions but I want to talk about a brand new book. It's called Defined, and Defined is written by Alex Kendrick, and it's one of the resources that you've got to get along with the DVD. Uh, Alex, talk about that. So Defined talks about how to find your identity in Christ. All of us are going to allow something to define us. It may be our job that we find our identity in or uh, our relationship or our children, maybe the circumstances we find ourselves in. And, and the world is saying you should find your identity in your feelings, and that is one of the most unstable foundations for our identity mm. you could possibly have. Amen. Really, anything that can change is not a good foundation. So where should we find our foundation? Well, God says, I created you. I know you better than anyone. I love you more than anyone, and I have the authority to tell you who you are. So God made us with this desire to want to be loved, to want to be valued um, you know, by other people, to want to have a purpose. And all of that is linked to identity in Christ, because when you know who you are, it will impact the way you live. So uh, for us, this book defines 
spells this out. We, we spent two years focused on identity and what Scripture says about it, and it's not a fluff book. You, you really need to read one chapter at a time and chew on it for a little while because, you know, what the world says we should find our identity and all these different things that can change. Ephesians chapter 1 says, in Christ you are loved, chosen, adopted, sealed, Amen. redeemed, justified, all these things. So when you begin to understand what those mean and embrace that, then you are living a more stable, fulfilling life. Mm. Alice Kendrick, you know, the world, boy, we, the world now, it's time for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we're going to be bombarded with all of the ads that tempt us that we don't look good, we don't smell good, we don't drive the right car, we don't have the right house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, get these for Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. But Overcomer really has so many themes, and, uh, you know, redemption is very big in, in the movie, but as we have uh, not only secular folks that are looking for fame, fortune, and a huge bank account, we got a lot of Christians that are kind of a, a little bit off track in that area as well. But uh, Overcomer really sets the pace about the very important things. And two very important things top of the list is God or faith and family. Talk about that. So faith and family are huge. You know, uh, both are instituted by God. He wants us to put faith in him. He, Hebrews eleven six says, without faith it's impossible to please God. So that is a, that is a huge uh, the foundational point of our faith is is trusting the Lord, walking with them. And the other thing is family. You know, he's the one that brought structure to the family, to have a father, a mother, and children. The father is, is meant to be the leader, spiritual leader and provider. Mom is helping nurturing the home and raise the children, managing that. And uh, when they work together, what a powerful structure that is when we honor God's design for it. The world's trying to tear that apart. The world's saying family can be whatever you define it to be. Family is, is not necessarily the traditional biblical view of it. Uh, but remember, everything God institutes and forms, the, the enemy tries to, the, de- the devil tries to warp and twist and tear down. And so even identity, it's, it's interesting that uh, when it comes to ident- identity, he even went after the identity of Jesus Christ. If you remember when Jesus was tempted by the devil in the mm-hmm. wilderness, Satan kept saying, if you really are the Son of God, then you'll do this. If you really are the Son of God, you'll do that. And if he goes after the identity of the Son of God, what do you think he does to you and me? He wants to tear all these things down. So uh, my identity, my family, my faith, those are all cornerstones of who I am in Christ. Mm. If you're just listening and you might be saying to yourself, boy, that voice sounds familiar. Well, you bet it is. My guest today is Alec Kendrick. Uh, He was a director, a co-writer, and also starred in their latest movie, Overcomer, talking about that in his new book, Define This Afternoon. Now, I know a lot in Southern Baptist life that uh, we, uh, various churches throughout the convention, we have this theme, you know, looking for your one. That means one to share the gospel. In your life, going way back, who was that one that uh, singled you out, that one that uh, said, you know what, I'm going to invest my life into this young man? Who was the one that was a key role model in your life to help you find your true identity and, well, to be an authentic Christ follower. All right, I'm going to talk about two people. One of them is my father, Larry Kendrick. He, of course, had a, an incredible impact on me as he sought the Lord and walked with God. But, but aside from someone in my family, I'm going to talk about 
my third and fourth grade teacher. It was an elderly man. His name was Arthur King. King was his last name, Arthur his first name. And, of course, we flipped that around and called him King Arthur. And so we would go to Sunday school, and he was an elderly man. He was in his mid-70s when I, when I uh, was in, uh, in Sunday school with him, and he really stretched my faith. He talked about not only biblical stories, but his own testimony of things that God had done in his life. He, he was, was someone who spent hours in Scripture, hours in prayer on a regular basis. And, and I just remember thinking, I want faith like that. I want to, I want to be close to, his God, to, to God as he is. And so uh, Arthur King, or someone we would call King Arthur, was, was that person for me. Mm. Now, if someone's listening today and struggling with their own, well, who am I? Who am I in Christ? Am I... Am I with them? Can I not get there? How do you uh, give advice to someone struggling with their identity this very moment? So we all would understand that identity really drives your behavior. Your sense of who you are will determine how you behave. And so if you put your identity in something that can shift change like feelings or circumstances, that is so unstable. So God says, um, you can come to me. Jesus said, whoever calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. He wants to give you your identity. It says in Second Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. So what I did when I began to understand this, I went to the Lord and said, God, I, I recognize you designed me and you want to be Lord of my life. You know uh, Psalm 139 says he knows every word I'm going to say before I say it. He sees all of my days before I live them. So he is the one that can save me, knows me, and loves me the most. So I, I turned my life over to him. I said, well, first, would you save and forgive me of my sin? Would you be the Lord of my heart and my life, and would you make me a new creation? And he did that. It doesn't mean life is easy, but it means I have a Savior that walks with me, that wants a relationship with me. And if you want to do that, you can go to the Lord Jesus and say, would you forgive me for my sin? Would you come into my heart and life, make me a new creation, give me that identity I have been longing for and walk with me, and he will do that. Mm. i got to tell you, one of the best moments in the movie, Alex, was uh, when uh, you found out that uh, you were losing your basketball team. You find out you're going to be the track coach, and you call that first meeting of the track team, and one young lady shows up. And the look uh, uh, of you as she was using in her her inhaler uh, will forever, I think, mark uh, your work <laughs> in the industry. So two quick things. Got about a minute left. Um, tell us about which character you think the people resonated the most. And, of course, you played Coach John Harrison. Tell us about that. So John Harrison is the coach, uh, and he represents so many men who find their identity in their job, and then when it's taken away, they really struggle, and you'll you'll really identify with his journey, and very inspirational at the end. But the two other characters, Hannah Scott is the 15-year-old runner. She's running with asthma, trying to find her place in this world. So many young people are there and will identify with Hannah. And her journey will be so applicable to what they're, what they're facing and feeling in today's culture. Wonderful ending. And then, and then Hannah's relationship to her dad. So many people have, you know, have, a, have a broken relationship and how that plays out. It's not only inspirational, but people relate to that as well. So those characters in this film are really the heart of the story. And uh, for people that have already seen it and have been touched by it, I can't wait to see what the DVD does now that it's out. I encourage people to check out Overcomer on DVD and the book Defined. And again, go get your copy of Overcomer right now. A lot of extra uh, elements to the DVD and also pick up the book Defined. 
You know what? You can start a Bible study in your home from these materials. Alex Kendrick, we're out of time. Hey, keep up the great work. God blessings. God's a favor be on you. We hope to see you again. Thanks, Bill. Good to talk to you. God bless, my friend. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Dreading your next move because you're thinking all movers are dishonest, that they change the prices, show up late, and lose your things? Golden Movers is a Christian-owned and operated moving company that's been moving families like yours for over 19 years, placing trust and integrity first around your family and belongings. Golden Movers does it all, from one-bedroom apartments to a single-family home, moves across the street and across the country. Learn more at goldenmovers.com. That's goldenmovers.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5580. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint Smart Home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint Smart Home System. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. 
The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. I wanted you to just have a few moments of uh, of a little praise and worship after having uh, spoken with uh, truly one of the leaders, uh, I think, in the Christian culture in America. You know, movies are so, so, so impactful, just like videos are impactful. And uh, television and cable and the Internet and all the good things and all the bad things. But, uh, you know... The movie, when you think about Overcomer, and that's why I wanted to just to hear a couple of those lyrics. I want to I want to end up our first hour on that uh, topic. You know that you are an overcomer. Jose is an overcomer. And I am an overcomer. You know, we just naturally have a lot to overcome in the culture that we live in today. Yes, we're not running for our lives like the Kurds in uh, northern, uh, northeastern Syria. But we certainly have a lot of other very, very, very um, slick diversions that uh, we have to overcome. I want to share a couple of scripture verses because there is something in all of our minds has been a supremely negative notion. And many of those notions are just simply not true, but we just can't seem to shake it off. And you probably won't in your own power. That would require the power of the Holy Spirit. One of the verses that comes to mind is um, John. And by the way, if you are sort of listening for one of the first few times and you don't know who Jesus Christ is. You, you really haven't been introduced to him. And you're feeling that something's very empty in your life. And you tried to fill that void with things, entertainment, sex, whatever, outside of marriage. And you know it's just empty. And you're asking yourself, what can fill that void? Well, it's Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit in your life. And one of the first books of the Bible that we tell you to read is don't start in Genesis. Certainly don't start in Numbers. But we take you to the New Testament and say, begin reading in the book of John. Because the book of John, and I want to tell you, if you're at that very fresh seeker mode, 
You can, you can read it online. Go and read an easy version of John. You don't have to get the most theologically acclaimed and accurate version, just enough for you to begin to get a surface idea of the miraculous story of Jesus and his saving grace. But in that book, uh, John 16 and 33, that's the verse, in the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. When I think about overcomer and I think about uh, Mr. Kendrick, you know, and I think about that young lady who was the runner, a female track athlete with asthma. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but (laughs) true story, by the way. But only God can can be in the midst of uh, some of the life stories. But look at what Jesus had to overcome. And maybe you ought to write out uh, in a sentence or two what you are trying to overcome. And remember that in all the things that you are facing, ultimately you will conquer them through through Jesus who loves you you find you find that assurance in Romans 8:37 and who we have to overcome is satan the devil our adversary in 1 John 2:13 very 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 comforting verse i am writing to you fathers because you know him who has been from the beginning I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I have written to you, children, because you know the Father. You know, being an overcomer, it's one thing to overcome. It's another thing to then cling on to our Heavenly Father. And to know that we are from God. And he looks at us as his children. And we have overcome. Why? You've heard this verse. Because greater is he who is in you than he, the Satan, the evil one that's roaming around this world. And by the way, look it up. First John 4, 4. First John 4, 4. And First John 5, 5. Who is the one who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Coming up next, we'll welcome in our answer platform station listeners. And we've got a lot of testimony, audio to play. Next to Bill Bunkley Show, don't go away. St. Paul, Minnesota, and Dan. Hello, Dan. Dennis Prager. The well, reason I'm calling is I saw the movie last night. Don't say spaces. I just thought it was awesome. It is awesome. Powerful, entertaining, and terrifying. Why did I make the movie No Safe Spaces with my friend Adam Carolla? Because we're living in perilous times. <laughs> 
protest has turned violent. There's no free speech for a fascist. You should be able to share ideas without being fired from your job or shouted down. I want your job to be taken from you. No safe spaces will make you want to laugh and cry. But Hollywood does not want you to see this movie. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon. The only place you can watch this movie is at the theater. No safe spaces. Every American should see this. No Safe Spaces is rated PG-13. For ticket information, go to nosafespaces.com. In theaters now. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Democrat-led House impeachment inquiry has sought the bombshell of a quid pro quo. So have they found it? As correspondent Bernie Bennett reports, Gordon Sondland's testimony cuts both ways. EU Ambassador Gordon Sondland told the House Intelligence Committee that he and his colleagues heard a specific and pointed order from presidential attorney Rudolph Giuliani about White House policy toward Ukraine. As I testified previously, Mr. Giuliani's requests were a quid pro quo for arranging a White House visit for President Zelensky. Many media outlets are not including remarks he made about President Trump when questioned by Democratic counsel Daniel Goldman. President Trump never told me directly that the aid was conditioned on the meetings. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. Correspondent Matt Small reports tonight's Democratic presidential debate will take place as the House impeachment inquiry continues. While all 10 candidates on the debate stage are to some degree in favor of impeaching President Trump, half of them will serve as jurors in the Senate impeachment trial should the House vote to impeach. And that potential complicates what those prospective jurors might say or not say tonight, as it could become relevant if and when the Senate holds a trial. Correspondent Matt Small. Also at townhall.com, Pacific Gas and Electric has begun shutting off power to people in the San Francisco Bay Area and portions of California's northern coast amid warm and windy weather that can help fan wildfires. A PG&E spokeswoman says some people in the wine country counties of Napa and Sonoma lost electricity at about 7 a.m. local time. Power also has been cut in parts of Mendocino and Yolo counties. The shutoffs are expected to affect 375,000 people and will last into Thursday. On Wall Street, stocks finishing lower. The Dow down 120 points. The Nasdaq down 43. More on these stories at townhall.com. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Most people in today's economy are taking a roller coaster ride with their investments. With Vantage Point Software, you can remove that dynamic from your investment strategy once and for all. Vantage Point has spent the last three decades perfecting an artificial intelligence process that you can put to use today to take advantage of market fluctuations and make money no matter which way the market moves. Vantage Point Software analyzes massive quantities of data all around the world in seconds so you get the information you need to make the right decisions to optimize your profits vantage point is making its exclusive market forecast process available to you for free when you text money to 411411 that's m-o-n-e-y to 411411 we'll send you a link to your free market forecast so you take back control of your financial future text money to 411411 go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms conditions and privacy policy It's appearing more and more that Israel's government will be a power-sharing one. We have the latest from The Media Line's Lawrence Rifkin. With a deadline just hours away for Israeli centrist leader Benny Gantz to form a government, 
A Victor Lieberman, a pivotal politician, said he had decided not to support Gantz in forming a minority coalition, effectively putting an end to that idea. A right-winger, but also an avowed secularist, Lieberman has refused to sit in a government with the country's ultra-Orthodox parties, a condition laid down by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu for a right-wing government of his own. This leaves only one possibility, a unity coalition, but it means Gantz and Netanyahu have mere hours to find a so far impossible compromise over who gets to be Prime Minister first. I'm Lawrence Rifkin, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at TheMediaLine.org and TownHall.com. We're here to give you strength between Sundays. You feel like you're going backwards, but I'm telling you that the same God who raised Jesus from the dead is working in your life. We're here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. And we're back, Bill Bunkley, with the Bill Bunkley Show, and it is our second hour, so I want to welcome in all of you that are listening on our answer station this afternoon. It has been a very, very significant day in the United States House of Representatives, and that is because we've had uh, one of the elements of the public testimonies that has been very much, um, well, it was unknown by either side where Ambassador Sunderland would actually land in his testimony. And I have been listening to this uh, throughout the day. And it I guess my number one description would be um, an amazing count, an amazing recall, counting what this particular individual is doing uh, to try and and present the best case that offers damage control to to him personally it was a very very long opening introductory uh, set of remarks and it's interesting because if if you just sort of listened to the um to the presentation, and you're going to hear excerpts of that. I mean, he implicates everybody. And he says, no, you know what? Everybody knew. The president knew. The vice president knew. Uh, Secretary of State knew. All these people knew up and down. Uh, it was a quid pro quo. Everybody knew it, knew what was on, and uh, I'm here to tell you. Well, all of that sounded like the bombshell or the bombshell. And I'm sure that that's how it's going to be portrayed 
as it's sort of cut and diced uh, by uh, those of the left media. Uh, But I want to tell you that once the Republicans uh, had a chance to very, very sharply question uh, various aspects of his morning and early afternoon testimony, well, it wasn't so clear. Now, the ambassador said that everyone was in the loop. It was no secret. Now, you take that as an authoritative sentence, testimony, and I understand that. Um, But he says everybody in the entire administration was aware of the Ukrainian, um, um, of the pressure on Ukrainian government authorities to do an investigation and that the president was looking after assurances from the Ukraine and that Rudy Giuliani is in the midst of all this. He was president Trump's attorney. He was involved with this process, which certainly uh, was not a very, uh, a very positive development to anybody who's an ambassador, a career diplomat, or a career employee over at State, as in State Department. And um, so as we really begin to uh, unwind the testimony, it, it really ends up being, when you think clearly about it, uh, it, it, is, it is hearsay again, many aspects of it. So um, what we're going to do, if all lines are open at 877-943-9673, that's 877-943-9673. Um, let's go ahead and dive into some of the all-important testimony uh, that uh, was um, coming forth today because this is going to have a lot to do uh, with the narrative that you're going to be seeing in the next few days. Now, uh, the Ambassador Gordon... Sunderland, um, he was uh, asked by the White House not to testify, not to go before Congress. One of the early things that he shared this morning was that he agreed to testify because he respected the gravity of the moment. Let's go ahead and uh, listen in. Although today is my first public testimony on the Ukraine matters, This is not my first time cooperating with this committee. As you know, I've already provided 10 hours of deposition testimony, and I did so despite directives from the White House and the State Department that I refuse to appear, as many others have done. I agreed to testify because I respect the gravity of the moment, and I believe I have an obligation to account fully for my role in these events. But I also must acknowledge that this process has been challenging and in many respects less than fair. I have not had access to all of my phone records, State Department emails, and many, many other State Department documents. And I was told I could not work with my EU staff to pull together the relevant files and information. Having access to the State Department materials would have been very helpful to me in trying to reconstruct with whom I spoke and met and when and what was said. As ambassador, I've had hundreds of meetings and calls with individuals. 
but I'm not a note taker or a memo writer, never have been. My job requires that I speak with heads of state, senior government officials, members of the cabinet, the president, almost each and every day. Talking with foreign leaders might be memorable to some people, but this is my job. I do it all the time. Well, as you can well imagine, that is going to be something that will be uh, discussed over the overnight hours. The the fact that uh, uh, he did not have access to uh, some of the materials in order to testify. And uh, when you listen to his testimony, um, you really do get the feeling that uh, he is uh, giving some testimony to put himself in the best light. Uh, I'm not questioning his devotion to the nation, not uh, questioning his personal character, but uh, certainly I I had the feeling about halfway through that uh, I was getting this image of this uh, uh, this individual on a white horse and uh, just, just absolutely uh, here for the country. Well, as you get into the depths of the day, you find out that... Uh, there's uh, quite a few holes in what he is saying, and there's also a lot of uh, interpretation uh, of that on his part. Now, one of the other things, as this was unfolding this morning, the question has been, what has been Rudy Giuliani's involvement uh, in uh, anything that has to do with Ukraine? Well, we know now that uh, Judy Rulian, Judy, uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani was certainly uh, in the Ukraine, Certainly doing uh, investigation on some of the corruption, not only in their court system, but uh, uh, the corruption that uh, is alleged with a lot of the companies doing business there. Burisma uh, was certainly in the center of that, and that is the uh, uh, company, the oil and gas company, that uh, Hunter Biden got a real sweet deal, about $80,000 a month. Let's see, that's, let's see, $80,000 a month, uh, multiply that, that's a lot of money by the end of the year. Uh, but anyway, you know, he, 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 they say it's who you know, so I guess he knew somebody pretty important, so he was in that driver's seat. So, so let's talk about uh, what the ambassador had to say about uh, Rudy Giuliani. He was not real pleased that the president told him to work with Rudy Giuliani, which is Trump's personal attorney, uh, on issues dealing with Ukraine. Let's listen in. I don't intend to repeat my prior opening statement or attempt to summarize 10 hours of previous deposition testimony. However, a few critical points have been obscured by noise over the last few days and weeks, and I'm worried that the bigger picture is being ignored. So let me make a few key points. First, Secretary Perry, Ambassador Volker, and I worked with Mr. Rudy Giuliani on Ukraine matters at the express direction of the President of the United States. We did not want to work with Mr. Giuliani. Simply put, we were playing the hand we were dealt. We all understood that if we refused to work with Mr. Giuliani, we would lose a very important opportunity to cement relations between the United States and Ukraine. So we followed the president's orders. 
Now, what's interesting is uh, both um, Secretary Perry and Vice President Pence have made public statements that uh, at the point that I believe that the ambassador is talking about, they were not aware of uh, of, uh, of the facts as Mr. Sondland had uh, expressed today. So we've got the beginnings of this sort of a gray area when he says everybody is in the loop. Now, um, he goes on to talk about the fact that uh, what they were asked to do at the time uh, did not appear to be wrong. And again, let's go back to the hearing room. So we followed the president's orders. Second, although we disagreed with the need to involve Mr. Giuliani, at the time we did not believe that his role was improper. As I previously testified, if I had known of all of Mr. Giuliani's dealings or his associations with individuals, some of whom are now under criminal indictment, I personally would not have acquiesced to his participation. Still, given what we knew at the time, what we were asked to do did not appear to be wrong. Third, let me say, precisely because we did not think that we were engaging in improper behavior, we made every effort to ensure that the relevant decision makers at the National Security Council and the State Department knew the important details of our efforts. The suggestion that we were engaged in some irregular or rogue diplomacy is absolutely false. I have now identified certain State Department emails and messages that provide contemporaneous support for my view. These emails show that the leadership of the State Department, the National Security Council, and the White House were all informed about the Ukraine efforts from May 23, 2019 until the security aid was released on September 11, 2019. And again, if you listen very carefully to what he's really saying is, is, um, hey, I didn't know I was doing anything wrong. I wasn't questioning Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) I wasn't questioning the process. I'm just an honest broker here. I I had no idea. Okay. Now, what's important is you have to keep listening to the show today as we progress through some of the testimony. And... um, It can be a yawner for some of you, but, uh, well, it's important because the nation is considering by some who are our fellow citizens that uh, all of this he said, she said, and corruption of another country is a reason to remove a president from office. 877-943-9673. More from Washington in the House hearing. I'll be right back. 
if you drive an import, you might be concerned about taking it to anyone but the dealership for windshield glass replacement. Well, Auto Glass America can replace any windshield, domestic, Asian, European. Their techs are trained to keep up with the ever-changing windshield technologies. I'm a customer. I've used Auto Glass America. They'll come to your home or office. They handle it all. They'll pay you for the old windshield. The next time you hear that rock hit glass and the star appears, call Auto Glass America. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Fears Nachawadi with principal office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800-948-1659. Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-948-1659. That's 800-948-1659. 910. All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Now we're taking you through some of the clips of the morning. And they get a little more interesting. This is the clip of all clips for those on the left. And notice how fair I am today that even though uh, a lot of these um, statements by Ambassador Sunderland certainly are challengeable, we are letting our audience hear uh, what, uh, as the morning unfolded, uh, these were uh, certainly gripping uh, as he was making his uh, opening statement and in the first round of the uh, inquisition by um, uh, Democrat Chairman Schiff and the uh, council attorney for the um, uh, Democrats. Now, this is the one that I think that uh, you're going to hear an awful lot about. This is uh, the ambassador talking about his belief that there was no doubt in his mind that the Giuliani requests that they do a corruption investigation and uh, their allegation is it's tied to money, even though the money, I think a billion dollars was released three different times uh, to the Ukrainians. But nonetheless, uh, this is the soundbite that you're, you're liable to hear tonight. And then keep in mind you're going to hear another soundbite plus a soundbite by the president where he points out an exact 
180-degree turn on this issue by the ambassador in one day. That's today. All right, let's listen in. As I testified previously, Mr. Giuliani's requests were a quid pro quo for arranging a White House visit for President Zelensky. Mr. Giuliani demanded that Ukraine make a public statement announcing the investigations of the 2016 election DNC server and Burisma. Mr. Giuliani was expressing the desires of the President of the United States, and we knew these investigations were important to the President. Fifth, in July and August of 2019, we learned that the White House had also suspended security aid to Ukraine. I was adamantly opposed to any suspension of aid. I was adamantly, suppo- adamantly opposed to any suspension of aid, as the Ukrainians needed those funds to fight against Russian aggression. I tried diligently to ask why the aid was suspended, but I never received a clear answer. Still haven't to this day. In the absence of any credible explanation for the suspension of aid, I later came to believe that the resumption of security aid would not occur until there was a public statement from Ukraine committing to the investigations of the 2016 elections and Burisma, as Mr. Giuliani had demanded. I shared concerns of the potential quid pro quo regarding the security aid with Senator Ron Johnson, and I also shared my concerns with the Ukrainians. So, quid pro quo. I almost want to jump ahead, but I got a few more uh, of uh, the audio clips that I want to play. But remember that. Believe me this morning that that was like a, wow. Wow, this is this is the ambassador saying, without a doubt. So, anyway, um, Mr. Sonodan, of course, had said that uh, they he worked with uh, Mr. Giuliani because the president directed us to. And he wanted to be a, um, you know, under his authority and do what he asked him to do. Well, then um, it was time for the Republicans. Now, I got to tell you, here's how it was set up. You had the opening statement, which was a long one, by the ambassador. Then there's 45 minutes for each side. Uh, each side, first um, Adam Schiff, who's running the whole uh, show trial here. Um, the Democrat Party goes first in the House for 45 minutes, and it's only he and the counsel for the uh, for the Democrats who can ask questions in that 45-minute period. When that 45-minute period has concluded, then the Republicans get their first 45-minute period. And that would be uh, questions only by uh, Congressman Nunes or the attorney for uh, the Republican uh, members of the House. So they get their 45 minutes. I think today, if I'm remembering correctly, they went back and Schiff had the option of giving himself 30 more minutes. And when he gave himself 34 minutes, he gave the, the Republicans uh, 30, more, 30 more minutes. 
And then uh, it was going to be time later on for the five-minute questioning. Now, the real fireworks and the real digging down came in the the five-minute segments. But um, when uh, Nunes was making uh, his introductory comments of the Republicans' first 45 minutes, um, he was recalling, well, one of our presidents— And uh, he was thinking out loud about uh, if the Democrats would would even impeach this president. Let's listen in. Finally, the Democrats' fake outrage that President Trump used his own channel to communicate with Ukraine. I'll remind my friends on the other side of the aisle that our first president, George Washington, directed his own diplomatic channels to secure a treaty with Great Britain. If my Democratic colleagues were around in 1794, they'd probably want to impeach him, too. So, got a question for you. Um, If a president... By the way, there's quid pro quos all around us. How many have you entered into today you know somehow because of the taint that this process has given you know um if it's something that uh is patently illegal if you are saying you know what you give me you know uh a thousand pounds of fentanyl and i'll give you half a million dollars i don't even know if that's you know in the ballpark but clearly, uh, that would be something so patently uh, inappropriate, and uh, it's a drug deal. But that's a quid pro quo. How many quid pro quos, Jose, have you given to your children in the last week? That is, you got to do this, or before die. you do this, you're not going to get this. I mean, are you a quid pro pro quoer mine are do this or die well you'd definitely be called up before the house impeachment (laughs) committee on that you know threatening physical violence when we come back um as the president has arrived to tour the apple manufacturing plant um i think it's in pennsylvania i'm not sure the hearings are going to continue on capitol hill but It's going to get interesting because now we're going to get into some of the cross-examination of the ambassador. I'm Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. More to hear from our members of Congress and others on The Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. More testimony in the public house impeachment hearings is to begin shortly. Defense Department official Laura Cooper and State Department official David Hale will be testifying. In earlier testimony, European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland toward the House Intelligence Committee. He never heard direct orders from President Trump to enter a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government. By a vote of 80 to 15, the Senate has confirmed President Trump's nominee, Barbara Lagoa, to serve as a judge for the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Pacific Gas and Electric shutting off electricity to people in northern and central California to prevent power lines from sparking wildfires. 
Stocks closing lower as investors worry the U.S. and China may not reach a trade deal this year. The Dow lost 113 points today. The Nasdaq was off 44. This is SRN News. Time to shred your company's documents and files safely and securely? Call Shred 360 in Tampa. I'm Salem Business Manager Kimo Gray. We had to dispose of documents containing client information safely and securely. Shred 360's mobile shredders come directly to you, shredding everything right there on site. Unlike the other services, Shred 360 came to us. Great price, too. Call Shred 360. Locally owned and operated by a veteran. Serving Tampa Bay. To schedule, call 813-944-2223. 813-944-2223. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? You could be losing sales by the second. Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. A full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. All right, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Dan. Hello, Dan. Dennis Prager. The well, reason I'm calling is I saw the movie last night, No Safe Spaces. I just thought it was awesome. It is awesome. Powerful, entertaining, and terrifying. Why did I make the movie No Safe Spaces with my friend Adam Carolla? Because we're living in perilous times. The protest has turned violent. There's no free speech for fascists. You should be able to share ideas without being fired from your job or shouted down. I want your job to be taken from you. No safe spaces will make you want to laugh and cry. But Hollywood does not want you to see this movie. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon. The only place you can watch this movie is at the theater. No safe spaces. Every American should see this. No Safe Spaces is rated PG-13. For ticket information, go to nosafespaces.com. In theaters now. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Those two people live in the same world, but a politician is trying to get something ultimately for their benefit. An ambassador has one job. You're just representing the king. You are ambassadors of Christ. Turn your world upside down. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And we're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. I was just listening to that spot. Uh, it was a spot by Dr. Paul Purvis, Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. He's um, uh, has a has a great instructional program here on our Faith Talk channels. 
And he's reminding us about, well, he was talking about being an ambassador for Christ, but reminding us something that really rung, rung in my head, Jose. You know what an ambassador does? The ambassador, well, in a biblical sense, as being ambassadors for Christ, we represent the king. We represent the king's interest. We follow, we, we carry out the king, being King Jesus, we, we, we carry out the king's directives. Now, I'm thinking about Ambassador Sunland and other ambassadors. Career diplomats. I'm thinking about the State Department. Career State Department employees. Thinking about the CIA and career agents and others with the CIA. Now, do you know what they're supposed to do? Do you know what ambassadors are supposed to do? Right now, this day, they're to carry out the interests and the positions on the issues of their president of the United States, Donald Trump. So as we're going to play you the bombshell clip, in my opinion, in just a second, if you were to go through all of this testimony with a fine-tooth comb, you really understand that just below the waterline, there's all these people who disagree with what the president wants to do. Well, that's fine. You can have an opinion. But when you start trying to disrupt, and by the way, the president, you can't out-disrupt the president. I mean, I mean, President Trump is the disruptor in chief. I mean, you're not you're not going to you're not going to take that towel away from him and, and he'll get you every time. But you know what? These people that are testifying, whether they like the president or not, they are to carry out his wishes. Not to sabotage her. And I think it's fair to say that this president has had to deal with this everywhere he has turned since the night it became readily, readily apparent that from the Democrat point of view, Hillary Clinton blew it big time. President Trump would be elected. Now, I want you to listen to this very, very, very close. What's interesting is, I forget what was the opening statement, I think was about 46 minutes or so, whatever, Jose. It was an eternity. Now, the following statement was never put in the ambassador's opening statement. So let me play it, and then... We'll drill down because I think you'll understand what I'm about to say. This is such an important moment and an important fact. But the ambassador didn't think of all the other things. Hey, he's implicating everybody. He's basically calling Mike Pence a liar. He's calling uh, uh, Ambassador Perry uh, or, or, yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Perry a liar. 
former Texas Governor Perry, and uh, and all these things are what he thinks and what he feels and all of that. But he didn't include the following statement in his opening statement. And by the way, he got called out by the Republicans. But let's listen to this very carefully. But I believe I just asked him an open-ended question, Mr. Chairman. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories and this and that. What do you want? And it was a very short, abrupt conversation. He was not in a good mood. And he just said, I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Something to that effect. Oops. Yeah, I'm going to play that again. Now, remember, this is the ambassador talking to President Trump. And, oh, by the way, he, with a smile on his face, talked about the fact that both he and the president in private meetings use um, a whole range of words that aren't appropriate for little ears. And uh, it seems to me like every third or fourth, you know, word is, you know, something that we, we couldn't replete. But anyway, he has this 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 locker room buddy-buddy relationship with the president. And so he's saying, you know, I'm hearing all this. Donald, Donald, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. Well, what do you want? Just what do you want? But I believe I just asked him an open-ended question, Mr. Chairman. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories and this and that what do you want and it was a very short abrupt conversation he was not in a good mood and he just said i want nothing i want nothing i want no quid pro quo tell Zelensky to do the right thing something to that effect now that was uh, a reading from a transcript of his closed door session president told him I don't want to quit pro quo. Just tell them to do the right thing. Now, here is where here's where the circus begins. Everybody was in the loop. Everybody was in the loop. I wish I could play some circus music. Everybody here. was in the loop. It wasn't a secret. Everybody was in the loop. Within my State Department emails, there is a July 19th email. This email was sent. This email was sent. To Secretary Pompeo, Secretary Perry, Brian McCormick, who is Secretary Perry's chief of staff at the time, Miss Kenna, who is the acting, pardon me, who is the executive secretariat for Secretary Pompeo, Chief of Staff Mulvaney, and Mr. Mulvaney's senior advisor, Rob Blair. A lot of senior officials. A lot of senior officials. Here is my exact quote from that email. I talked to Zelensky just now. He is prepared to receive POTUS's call. That's the president. We'll assure him that he intends to run a fully transparent investigation Hmm. and will turn over every stone. Hmm. He would greatly appreciate a call prior to Sunday so that he can put out some media about a friendly and productive call, no details, prior to Ukraine election on Sunday. Chief of Staff Mulvaney responded, I asked the NSC to set it up for tomorrow. Everyone 
was in the loop. Everyone was in the loop. Uh, Very, very interesting. Now, let me just give you a, a little background. Do you know how many quid pro quos make up a presidential phone call, sometimes a congressional phone call? How about a visit? How about a summit? Do you realize that governments and entities will negotiate back and forth the fine points of a meeting, the fine points of getting together? It's just the way it works. And so as we look at the fact that everybody's in the loop, yeah, well, if if uh, if the president of Ukraine wants to have a chat with the president so he can go to a press conference that day or the next day and, hey, I just had a great chat with the president. Uh, he's looking forward to having us in America. I'm looking forward to traveling to America, representing our beloved country of Ukraine and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Interesting. Now, I wonder if part of this, and remember that, you know, whether you agree or don't agree, remember that the president, this whole idea of those working in the bureaucracy, the deep state, I mean, this president, okay, so here you have the country of Ukraine in 2016 was working with the Democratic National Convention and and we also hear Hillary Clinton, uh, they were working directly uh, to help uh, see that Donald Trump was not elected president. Now, if you were the president, you probably wouldn't be real happy with that country once you took care of business and you won. And then you've got all these people who are left of center that basically work, uh, you know, on on the senior staffs of ambassadors over the state, over at uh, CIA, you know, all over the place. So what does the, what does the president do? He gets his personal friend and attorney, Rudy Giuliani, to, to go and independently uh, check out this situation in Ukraine. I think that's, that's fairly clear. So, of course, now... I want to remind you that I think it was three members of the three Democrat members of the House who had traveled. I can't remember the date. It's in the midst of all this. They traveled to the Ukraine to try and get their government uh, to, uh, you know, look up or do some dirt on President Trump. It's the process. We've talked about this on many, many occasions. So my next clip is going to be sharing the ambassador's point of view that they weren't happy with the president's directive to talk to Rudy. Now, there's obviously some some implications to this about uh, Rudy being Rudy Giuliani being um, inserted in all this. But there is. My conjecture is there's great distrust 
with these agencies and, and ambassadors or whoever carrying out the specific wishes of President Trump. So he's adding an extra layer of, well, let's just say monitoring to see what's going on or to find out what are all the facts with corruption. Uh, but anyway, they weren't happy with the outsider who was going to be talking directly to the president of the United States. Unfortunately, President Trump was skeptical. He expressed concerns that the Ukrainian government was not serious about reform, and he even mentioned that Ukraine tried to take him down in the last election. In response to our persistent efforts in that meeting to change his views, President Trump directed us to, quote, talk with Rudy. We understood that talk with Rudy meant talk with Mr. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer. Let me say again, we weren't happy with the president's directive to talk. So we'll have uh, the second half of that clip coming up in a moment. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, getting you up to date with today's impeachment inquiry hearings. I'll be right back. Need another reason to join the Faith Talk Fan Club? How about having your mortgage or rent covered for a whole year? It's Faith Talk's Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And as a Faith Talk Fan Club member, you could win free mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. To enter, go to letstalkfaith.com and click on Christmas Mortgage Miracle. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle, brought to you by Shred 360 and Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Tis the season to eat and be merry. If holiday enjoyment leaves you feeling painfully bloated, don't worry. Relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrantil works where other remedies don't. In clinical studies, 88% of bloating sufferers found Atrantil relieved their symptoms. And it's available over-the-counter without a prescription. A friend recommended Atrantil, and I had great results. I was so bloated and full, it was miserable. But the product started to work almost immediately. Atrantil is not another probiotic or digestive enzyme. It's made from a patented combination of powerful polyphenols. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrantil turned my holiday bloating right around. Eat and be merry this season with Atrantil. Find Atrantil at Amazon.com, your local retailer, or for a special holiday offer, go to bloat411.com. That's bloat411.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US and of 52 weeks, 714.19 by UPC and LDO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. 
Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Saving 15% or more may be okay for some people, but for those of you over 50, you've earned better than that. The simple truth is that if you're older than 50, you're probably paying more for your auto insurance than before, not less. That's why AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, negotiated a special auto insurance program specifically designed to deliver lower rates for you. AMAC members who switched are saving hundreds on their auto insurance. That's the kind of special benefit maturity should earn, not hidden penalties. Over 150,000 AMAC members agree that AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. So call today to find out how much you can save by joining AMAC. Let the others settle for 15% off on auto insurance. Get the discount you deserve and enjoy other benefits exclusive to AMAC members. Call 800-303-0661 and switch your current policy today. 800-303-0661. That's 800-303-0661. AMAC, better for you, better for America. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines open at 877-943-9673. know most of you are listening in, trying to get uh, a feel for uh, today's uh, uh, so-called bombshell uh, contributor, uh, Ambassador Sondland, but um, not so much. Not so much. Um, we were uh, listening to a clip, and I'm going to play you the second half of that, uh, from... Uh, Ambassador Sunderland about the fact that they weren't happy with the president's directive to talk with Rudy. President uh, didn't trust, I think, career diplomats, career employees. Wanted to have his own eyes and ears to sort of make sure he had the the facts. But anyway, let's listen in. Understood that talk with Rudy meant talk with Mr. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer. Let me say again, we weren't happy with the president's directive to talk with Rudy. We did not want to involve Mr. Giuliani. I believe then, as I do now, that the men and women of the State Department, not the president's personal lawyer, should take responsibility for Ukraine matters. Nonetheless, based on the president's direction, we were faced with a choice. We could abandon the efforts to schedule the White House phone call and a White House visit between Presidents Trump and Zelensky, which was unquestionably in our foreign policy interest, or we could do as President Trump had directed and talk with Rudy. So Rudy is in the loop, and uh, he said at the time, if you remember earlier, that he didn't necessarily think that that was a problem at the time. And after he's heard uh, all of everybody spinning the potential um, uh, charges that could come of that, he's uh, he's changed his mind. Now, 
Here is where uh, he particularly implicates uh, Mike Pompeo in this vast, everybody was in the loop conspiracy. Let's listen in. We kept the leadership of the State Department and the NSC informed of our activities. And that included communications with Secretary of State Pompeo, his counselor, Ulrich Brechtbull, his executive secretary, Lisa Kenna, and also communications with Ambassador Bolton, Dr. Hill, Mr. Morrison, and their staff at the NSC. And as he continues to his all-star hits, now notice that, are you getting a sense of the, of the, of the theme here? It's everybody else. I'm a Boy Scout. I'm just doing my job. I love America, and um, and so all of this is is very key now. Remember, there's been allegations that uh, this is the big investigation of Joe Biden. This is the big investigation of going after Hunter Biden. Now, here is uh, here is something. In, in addition to the fact that the president made it clear to him, this is no quid pro quo of the fact that we've got a, a problem that we need to work through with Ukrainian uh, corruption and the fact that, uh, you know, we want to, uh, and now there's a report that they actually got three different $1 billion payments. We'll talk about that probably more tomorrow. So the idea that all this uh, money was being held up uh, to go after the Bidens, well, I don't know that uh, the Democrats have really made the inroads, but if you really take some selected sound bites out of context, I'm sure you'll get that message tonight. But um, um, something very, very important. This is the ambassador, and uh, the idea is is that everybody was in the loop, so everybody must have known that they, they you know, this is a quid pro quo involving the Biden. Now listen to this. And you have no doubt, no reason to doubt Mr. Holmes' recounting of your conversation with the president? Uh, the only part of Mr. Holmes' uh, recounting that I take exception with is I do not recall mentioning the Bidens. That did not enter my mind. It was Burisma in 2016 elections. You have no reason to believe that Mr. Holmes would make that up if that's what he recalls you saying? You have no reason to question that, do you? I, I, I don't recall saying Biden. I never recall saying Biden. I didn't say Biden. Who said Biden? He said Biden. Remember that old routine? Abbott and, Abbott and Costello? Hey, man, who's on first? No, 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 they're on second. No, I'm on first. No, you get the idea? And you know what? I think we ought to dig up that clip sometime. And let's have that, Jose. I want you to have that, you know, because this is just, uh, it, it, you know, it kind of releases the mundaneness about what we're listening to. So um, I'm also thinking that maybe we should play like, you know, clown music underneath it while we're listening to these clips. Well, we could, but I don't want to be, you know, uh, I'm going to give my opinion, but uh, that's just not me. I won't do that, but I will. I I will. I know you would. Uh, That's why I restrain you. Uh, (laughs) That's why um, we're going to we're going to have a little Abbott and Costello on the side ready to fire at any time. We'll try and get that uh, begun tomorrow because this is just so much of what this sounds like. Well, my protege, my colleague, Jay Sekulow, Jay Sekulow Live, 
will be up next on our answer stations. Uh, but if you'd like to uh, continue with the Bill Bunkley Show, we'll be over on AM 570 throughout West Central Florida, AM 910, broadcasting from Plant City, uh, 102.1, uh, broadcasting from downtown Lakeland, and FM 100.3 from uh, a beautiful Hudson Bayonet Point. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Jesus Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. House Republicans are pointing out that the bombshell admission from Ambassador Gordon Sondland that there was a quid pro quo in dealing with Ukraine is not as explosive as House Democrats are painting it to be. European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland told the House Intelligence Committee he never heard direct orders from the president to enter a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government. Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio pointed out that You said to the president of the United States, what do you want from Ukraine? The president, I want nothing, I want no quid pro quo, I want Zelensky to do the right thing. Mr. Jordan pointed out that Mr. Sondland left that remark out of his opening statement to the committee, and House Democrats ran with it. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. Israel said it struck dozens of Iranian targets in Syria on Wednesday in a wide-scale operation in response to rocket fire hitting the Israeli-controlled Golan Heights the day before. Israeli ambassador to the U.N. Danny Danone says sovereign countries have the right to defend themselves. No sovereign nation would allow these attacks to go unpunished. That's exactly what we did. We punished those who launched the rockets into our territory. We struck numerous Iranian military sites in Syria. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's challenger says he has failed to form a governing coalition by a Wednesday deadline. Wednesday's announcement by Benny Gantz deals a major setback to his hopes of replacing the long-serving Netanyahu and could set the stage for the country's third election in under a year. Britain's Prince Andrew says he is stepping back from public royal duties because of his association with a notorious American sex offender. The second son of Queen Elizabeth II said in a statement Wednesday that his ties to the late Jeffrey Epstein had become a major disruption to the family's charitable work. Andrew says he obtained the Queen's permission to step away. It was unclear whether the change was a temporary or permanent shift in his role. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 113 points. The Nasdaq dropped 44. More on these stories at townhall.com. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. 
For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try. And now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next-day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Uber will soon let passengers and drivers record audio of their rides in an attempt to improve its safety record. Uber plans to pilot the program in Brazil and Mexico in December. The ride-hailing company eventually hopes to launch recorded rides in other markets, including the U.S. Uber has struggled with safety issues. Sometimes it's accusations of drivers assaulting passengers. Other times it's riders attacking the drivers. The feature would allow customers to opt into recording all or select Trips. Uber says those recordings will be encrypted to protect privacy. Users can later share them with Uber if they want to report a problem. Julie Walker, New York. General Motors is suing Fiat Chrysler, alleging its crosstown rival got an unfair business advantage by bribing officials of the United Auto Workers Union. The automaker accuses FCA of being involved in racketeering by paying millions in bribes to the UAW. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. And so one day he's going to show up. We are going to face God eyeball to eyeball. We're going to see the Lord. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, online at Need another reason to join the Faith Talk Fan Club? How about having your mortgage or rent covered for a whole year? It's Faith Talk's Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And as a Faith Talk Fan Club member, you can win free mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. To enter, go to letstalkfaith.com and click on Christmas Mortgage Miracle. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Brought to you by Office Pride and Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. We're back for hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. Good to have you with us. Just looking over some of the headlines here to see if we have any breaking news 
throughout uh, the world, the nation, before we get into our uh, hour here. Uh, two U.S. service members killed in Afghanistan helicopter crash. want to keep uh, that very much uh, in our attention. Um, that is very, very sad to hear that. But as I'm uh, flipping through here, we're going to talk about uh, King High School now has a situation on their hand we'll talk about in a moment, um, which is uh, kind of defies logic to me, but nonetheless, that's where we are at. All right, uh, we're in um, hour number three. What I want to do, we've been, um, as we do three hours with the Bill Bunkley Show uh, every day, we um, have our Faith Talk audience that's with us for the full three hours. Our answer stations are with us for the second hour, uh, four to five. And so that's when um, we try to highlight what's going on on, uh, on the world national stage. And we also let you hear uh, from the newsmakers of the day. And so we have been sharing with you a lot of the clips uh, from uh, today's testimony of Ambassador uh, Sondland, who is the ambassador to Europe. And he has said, in his opinion, there was a definite quid pro quo. However, the uh, president uh, told him that uh, there's not a quid pro quo. Um Mr. Sondland has uh, implicated everybody up to down. And what I was looking for was, which I knew it would not take long to find it, I'm over at Fox 13. The lead story on the app um, is a picture of the ambassador. And the quote is, everyone was in the loop. Gordon Sondland testifies in Trump impeachment hearings on Ukraine dealings. Now, there was a lot to refute that, but nonetheless, um, that's what you're going to be seeing. Let me go over here one more place. Let me take a look uh, here. I'm just perusing the headlines from today. Oh, my. Now there may be a black cemetery beneath MacDill Air Force Base. This is, this is, this is an alarming chain of events that we see because we're going to talk about uh, uh, the graves, 145 graves beneath King High School. These are black cemeteries. Very, very troubling indeed. Uh, So we'll talk about that. Um, BBC, top news story. Trump directed Ukraine pressure, U.S. diplomat says. Um... Sub-stories for BBC, make no mistake, this was a bombshell for Trump. Five key Sunland moments analyzed. Trump impeachment inquiry, a simple guide. And then they go into um, some of the strikes. Let me just see, I'm curious uh, here. Let me go over to... um, What's the lead story on this with the Jerusalem Post? Here we go. We're waiting. We're waiting. Of course, the big story we'll talk about there is the deadline coming up in just hours for them to um, cut a deal between uh, the two rival parties for the role of prime minister. And if not, they go into a third election. So, nope, I don't see anything there. But um, one clip that we didn't get to um, had an opportunity. What's the matter, Jose? I'm just sitting in here going, okay, what's going on in there? 
I was just trying to see some of the headlines that are already hitting because uh, I wanted to talk about how uh, one side of it's interesting because you think you're reading a news story and you're getting an opinion headline. And that's just uh, what it's all about. Well, I got to tell you that while you were doing that, I received a phone call from a listener who the poor lady, she she lost her voice. But she said that she was just like you today. She lost her what? You were watching the proceedings. When you you went out, she lost her what? She lost her voice. Oh, okay. She was um, like you watching the proceedings. She didn't want to come on the air. And she's just infuriated because she mentioned the the part of the the testimony when the, the, the one guy was questioning him. And he said he made light that, oh, by the way, the information that you're just giving us is completely different from what. You said behind closed doors so that we have an incongruous <laughs> testimony here. What's up with that? And yep. she was just saying that, you know, she was just livid, 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 livid. He blamed it all on the fact that uh, the State Department was not allowing him to yeah. access all their servers and um, all of the information. Uh, and so it was because he couldn't refresh his memory. And... He very boldly said, you know, I never take any notes. I don't take any notes in meetings. And then he was asked by one of the Republicans, well, Mr. Ambassador, uh, do you think that, I know that you don't take any notes, do you think that uh, people have an easier recollection of those who do take notes? And I think his answer was, uh, well, some. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely in line, so, you know. All right, the president, before he uh, left uh, Washington to go uh, tour an apple plant, where he boarded Air Force One, of course, leaving on Marine One from the grounds of the White House. This is the one we ran out of time. Um, but I think uh, each day we ought to hear from the president himself. And so here's what he had to say um, about uh, the whole process. Uh, I'm going to go very quickly, just a quick comment on what's going on in terms of testimony with Ambassador Sondland. And I just noticed one thing, and I would say that means it's all over. What do you want from Ukraine? He asks me, screaming. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories. This is Ambassador Sondland speaking to me just happened to which I turned off the television what do you want from Ukraine I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories what do you want what do you want it was a very short and abrupt conversation that he had with me they said he was not in a good mood I'm always in a good mood I don't know what that is he just said now he's talking about what my response So he's going, what do you want? What do you want? I hear all these theories. What do you want? Right? And now, here's my response that he gave. Just gave. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? (laughs) I want nothing. That's what I want from Ukraine. That's what I said. I want nothing. I said it twice. So he goes, he asked me the question, what do you want? I keep hearing all these things. What do you want? He finally gets me. I don't know him very well. I have not spoken to him much. This is not a man I know well. Seems like a nice guy, though. But I don't know him well. 
He was with other candidates. He actually supported other candidates. Not me. Came in late. But here's my response. Now, if you weren't fake news, you'd cover it properly. <laughs> I say to the ambassador in response, I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky, President Zelensky, to do the right thing. So here's my answer. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky to do the right thing. Then he says, this is the final word from the President of the United States. I want nothing. Thank you, folks. Have a good time. I'm going to bed. Well, that is vintage uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, it, was, the, the, it reminded me of like a Hogan's <laughs> hero episode. I know nothing. Yeah, Colonel Clink and I heard uh, nothing. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, by the way, as we always have to give the disclaimer, um, that is the uh, the jet um, engine within the uh, presidential helicopter. Uh, and when they're warming it up to go, that's the background noise that you get because literally uh, he'll come out. And uh, I guess that's been the new replacement because they're not having the press conferences they used to have with uh, uh, with uh, the, the late, White House spokesperson. The White House spokesperson, and now uh, President Trump, uh, on top of many other things he does by himself, he when he leaves somewhere, he has a press gag going. He uses that and his uh, Twitter machine. Uh, I love how he throws the fake news media again, <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at today. And, and um, let's kind of bring it back into reality. Uh, I, I, I can. And by the way, when I change my opinion, I will tell you. Nothing in this impeachment inquiry is going to change anybody's mind. OK, <laughs> you know, no matter what they do, if you hate Trump and somehow we get to a point that was very questionable that there is there is a connectable quid pro quo, you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it, and you're not going to like Mr. Trump, and you and you're not going to support him. You know, by the way, for those that like him and support him, there is nothing, Colonel Clink, there is nothing, nothing coming out of this <laughs> inquiry that is going to change your mind about the president. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And so, um, well, let me just tell you what we're in for, and then we're going to go on to something else after break, obviously. Uh, It looks like with uh, the handful of people that are going to come to testify and with the Thanksgiving break, it looks like that the House is going to be having these interviews up to probably mid-December before the Christmas break. Then they will come back, see if they're going to vote or not. Then if it goes to the Senate... Depending on, uh, you probably heard Hugh Hewitt uh, and others talk about there's three courses of action the Senate could take, a quick dismissal, a full-blown trial, kind of a hybrid in the middle. So depending on how that plays out, uh, you get to see more of the impeachment wars uh, on your evening news, uh, on your cell phone, uh, on the Internet, wherever as president, I can just see President Trump. Wherever fake news is distributed, you'll find out more about the impeachment. Well, anyway, um, as we continue to roll on, I just got to be honest with you, it's a little tough for me. Uh, 
when you make legislation or you work with public officials, believe me, the old saying that it's like making sausage. It is an ugly-looking process. A lot of ugly things are said, a lot of ugly innuendo, and uh, ugly threats. And I just got to tell you, it's hard for me to stick with this because, for me, this is just politics as usual. And most of it you will never see. It is behind the uh, the drapes behind the closed door. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Got a thought or comment? Give me a call, 877-943-9673. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. What if you could wake up without the burden of owing over $10,000 in taxes to the IRS or state? Call the trusted name in tax resolution. Anthem Tax Services, 866-843-0219. With over 30 years of experience in tax preparation and tax law, we are ready to negotiate your tax debt and reach a settlement that makes sense for you. Anthem saved me nearly $17,000 and settled my debt with the IRS for just $100. 866-843-0219. We are the only company that is confident enough in our services to offer a 100% money-back guarantee if we can't put you in a better position than where you started. All you need to do is call for a free consultation. Call 866-843-0219. You may even qualify to save up to 99% off your tax debt. Call Anthem today and we'll also take care of your tax case study for free, saving you hundreds of dollars. 866-843-0219. 866-843-0219. Need another reason to join the Faith Talk Fan Club? How about having your mortgage or rent covered for a whole year? It's Faith Talk's Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And as a Faith Talk Fan Club member, you could win free mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. To enter, go to letstalkfaith.com and click on Christmas Mortgage Miracle. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle, brought to you by Shred 360 and Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Yeah, we don't know a whole lot around here. Welcome back to Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. By the way, I want to remind you, had a chance to uh, spend some time with uh, Alex Kendrick. Uh, he is the star, co-writer, and director of Overcomer. It's soon to come out uh, in a DVD, and he's got uh, a whole lot of extra features for you to be able to Show that movie in your home and bring and invite some folks over who may not know the Lord Jesus. Maybe some folks that have got some challenges in their lives. And he's got a brand new book called Defined. And uh, this is a ministry project on behalf of he and his brothers. And uh, uh, the movie Over- Overcomer uh, helps us to really, uh, uh, you know, number one, do we know where our, where our identity lies? Uh, and if it doesn't, 
comply with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, well, they've got some ways for you to um, try to uh, scope that out. But uh, if you want to hear that interview, uh, you can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. This is after the show, by the way, by 6 or 6.30. letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. And uh, you'll see the whole three hours on the bar there. Just go over to about uh, an hour and a half into the second hour. It was about, um, oh, no, it was the first hour. Just go about 30 or 35 minutes into the program, and uh, you can begin uh, just hit that bar there. You can begin listening there. And uh, it was a great interview and uh, know a little bit about his heart when he came to know the Lord, uh, who was a very important person in his life. And... um, all sorts of things that can uh, help us to to move forward. Well, we've got the uh, situation in Israel that's now unfolding. And I need to talk about that for just a minute because uh, the clock is ticking and it's ticking down as to what's going to happen with the election for prime minister. Are they going to get a, a majority put together? of the Knesset to be able to name a prime minister, or are they going to have to go to a brand new um, election? Now, um, what we do know is, is that uh, Danny Gantz with the uh, blue and white party was not able to form a government. You know, uh, if you, I want to remind you that president uh, or prime minister Netanyahu Uh, tried twice after the two previous elections. They've had two elections in a year. And in the next few hours, if uh, the two major parties can't come to some sort of agreement, then then they're going to have a third election, a third election within a year. Now, you know Prime Minister Netanyahu. The other player in this is Benny Gantz. Uh, They were the two. Their parties got the two top votes. Now, Benny Gantz is the former chief of the Army. He had a month to put together a a coalition government, and uh, he was unable to do that. And and, uh, some are saying it's likely that they may go to a um, third election. Now, Gantz, um, he's challenging the prime minister. Now, both of these uh, parties are, are, are fairly, you know, we're talking about the right-wing governments, uh, parties in, uh, in, in Israel. And so uh, there's going to be a, a, a last-minute discussion between uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and uh, Danny Gantz. It may be going on just as we speak. We're in the final hours before the deadline uh, comes along, and if that deadline comes along without an agreement to a government, third round of elections are going to be called. Can you imagine us having three different presidential campaigns? I mean, three different elections for president in one 12-month period? Aye, aye, aye. I mean, I, I don't even want to think about that. Well, that's what our that's what our friends in Israel are, are facing. Now, uh, Daniel Sapiro probably said it best. He's a former U.S. ambassador to Israel. He's now a research fellow at the Institute for National Security Studies in Tel Aviv. (laughs) He said, and I quote, Israel is caught in a cul-de-sac. 
There just seems to be no workable coalition among the parties as they were elected. I think that's a very good description of where we find ourselves at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different interests in, in uh, Israel. You have personalities that don't get along. Uh, you've got uh, Netanyahu. Uh, Shapiro is right by saying he's fighting for his survival. So there's a, a lot of things that are going on here that uh, certainly is confusing things. Now, all the while, you know that uh, southern Israel for several days was uh, having to be uh, in the bomb shelters. Uh, because of uh, the incoming rockets from the Gaza Strip, 400-plus rockets um, had been um, shot into to the country. And now, uh, remember that uh, in northern Israel, you have uh, Lebanon, which borders Israel on the Mediterranean coast, and that, that forms a, a very small part of the northern border of Israel. Then you have uh, quite a few miles that uh, Syria, uh, which uh, comes down right next to Lebanon, you have the Syrian-Israeli border that goes up into, or at least goes to the base of the Golan Heights. And so understand that uh, Iran, uh, Syria is the proxy for Iran along with Lebanon, and Syria, excuse me, Lebanon, excuse me, Iran, They've made it real clear that they plan on having a couple of ports. They're going to take over a couple of ports uh, there in Lebanon. They're talking about stationing 100,000 Iranian troops. I don't know if they are the Revolutionary Guard troops, but they're talking about bringing in those troops and stationing them in Syria on the Israeli border. And uh, over the last 24 hours, we had some rockets not coming in the south now, coming in from the north. And so um, the IDF doing what they do well, there were wide-scale strikes of targets, military targets in Syria. Uh, They were targeting uh, places where the Iranian forces are dug in, and uh, that was in response to four different uh, rockets that came into Israel in the overnight uh, hours. Um, they uh, Israel took out some missile launchers. They took out some warehouses where they know that there was some weapons stored. There were some command and control centers as well as they, uh, well, they took out parts of some of the bases of uh, military bases of Syria and Iran. And so um, now we have that escalation happening there. For those of us that are watching very carefully, this whole high wire act you've got the distractions of president trump here in america who is a staunch supporter of israel you've got israel who can't make a decision on who to lead the country then you have their adversaries to the north and the south we know end time prophecy tells us that at some point as this builds all nations will oppose israel they will come to israel from the north the east and the south And uh, I can't help think that last week we were talking about rockets coming from the south in Gaza. This week we're talking about rockets coming in from the north. And um, Israel is standing strong. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace in Israel. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up next. Be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The FBI has requested an interview with a whistleblower whose complaint fueled the impeachment inquiry into President Trump and Ukraine. That's according to a person familiar with the situation who insisted on anonymity to discuss the FBI's request with the Associated Press. A new poll finds Americans are broadly skeptical that facts underlie some of the most basic mechanisms of democracy in the United States, including the media, political campaigns, and the choices made by voters and lawmakers alike. The survey from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Opinion Research and USA Facts finds a meager 9% of Americans believe campaign messages are usually based on facts. Only 14% think policy decisions are often or always fact-based, or that Americans' voting decisions are rooted in facts. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 113 points. More details at srnews.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Well, you know that the United States House of Representatives has been a little busy with impeachment. And there's a lot of legislation that's been held up by the Democrats in that House. Uh, Jose, I have some breaking news. Go for it. You know, we heard today that they were out a couple of times and were delayed because they were taking some votes on the House floor. But when we talk about priorities, when we talk about what's important to the American people, and I want to tell you that when I'm about to tell you what is important to fill the very hurting coffers of the Democrat Party, because they they are really hurting in terms of fundraising. Are you ready for this, class? The United States House of Representatives, the House Judiciary Committee, chaired by Mr. Nadler. The Judiciary Committee is not fulfilling its role by overseeing the impeachment inquiry shouldn't be an intelligence. It should be in judiciary. But here's the work they did do today. Okay? Here's the priority of the party in control of the House. They approved a bill just a little while ago that legalizes marijuana on a federal level, removing it from Schedule One of the Controlled Substances Act. Are you believing this? Yes. I mean, you believe in this. I mean, of all the things that need to get done in this country, you know what? Marijuana made it to the top of the list. The legislation passed 24 to 10, has a high chance of approval in the full House where Democrats control the chamber with 234 seats is likely to face a tougher battle in the Republican-controlled Senate where Majority Leader Mitch McConnell opposes marijuana legalization. Now, I get it. It's something that uh, certainly is marching forward, but isn't it ironic that the very committee that should be doing impeachment is not doing impeachment, but they're taking up legislation to legalize marijuana. We've got a federal deficit that truly is out of control. Do you not think for one moment that that deficit is going to hurt your children in the future? Do you not think that this huge deficit is not going to hurt your grandchildren, great-grandchildren? The inaction of our elected officials in Washington, and of course, one chamber is controlled by Republicans, one is controlled by the House. But I can't 
I can't emphasize enough to know the implications. When we start having a tremendous amount of interest, because it's not just the deficit, we're pay, we have to pay interest on that. And right now, the granted, the interest rates on federal fund rates, et cetera, et cetera, is certainly low and competitive. But these are markets that go up and down. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this from a biblical standpoint, there is a lot of very foolish things, extremely foolish things, that's going on uh, in, in, in government and politics today. Very foolish decisions. Decisions that have consequences. And many consequences uh, uh, with these type of things. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about your wisdom in your family and in your situation. Because, you know, if we don't uh, be careful, we can make the same foolish decisions that are being made at the federal level. And maybe you, maybe you are at a point where you've made those foolish decisions and you're asking yourself, what's next? What do I do next? Well, first of all, whatever you're, you're challenged with, the first thing is to get to a quiet place. I'd even recommend getting on your knees and pouring your heart out to the Lord and asking for his forgiveness. Though he knows what you've done already, but just sharing what you know, some of the actions that you have taken that has brought you to where you are today, the consequences that you are facing. And ask him to forgive you. And and quite frankly, ask him to redeem you and to give you favor. Now, there are steps the federal government should be taking right now, right this very moment, to reduce our debt and to spend money within our means. And probably there are some folks listening today that you find yourself in that same category. Now, in the midst of this, you will feel... A lot of pressure. You will probably get down on yourself. As in anything else where there's sin. You know, sin is so, you know, the the plastic, the credit cards are so enticing until the bill comes in. That's why I always talk about, uh, you know, uh, Black Friday, November, December, shopping, Christmas, followed by the consequences in January where some of you will feel like I got to do some plastic surgery. I've got to do some cutting here, and so I'm going to cut these credit cards in half and in quarters. But what's interesting, and and, and by the way, I've been in the midst of a study of this, uh, particularly in Philippians 4, my Bible fellowship class uh, that I teach uh, Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. By the way, hey, if you don't have uh, a local church, and if you're looking uh, to... um, Check out a local church. I want to remind you that um, we're in Lutz, Idaho Baptist Church. I actually teach 
uh, 8 o'clock Bible Fellowship class nice and early, and uh, then we attend the 9.15 service at Idlewild. So I want to remind you that uh, if you're looking for a place to plug in, love to have you visit uh, not only um, our Bible Fellowship class, and like I said, we're wrapping up um, um, uh, a study of the book of Philippians. Uh, we're going to have a, a couple of weeks of a special instruction on uh, just what is heaven like uh, from a scriptural point of view. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to be sharing some some things that you may not know about Christmas, some factoids about Christmas. And uh, some of you may know already that uh, Christmas didn't occur on December 25th. And in fact, uh, there are some real indicators as to the period of time that it did occur and some other facts about Christmas. I'll be teaching that uh, prior to Christmas. And then the first of the year, we're going to be exploring a new book. So, hey, anytime that you want to uh, uh, check in, uh, love to have you uh, stop by. And we're early birds, but early birds uh, get the worm. Early birds are in early, out early. But uh, if you're looking for a place to study the scripture, and don't mind our early Sunday morning would always, we've got plenty of room, and we'll always love to have you with us. But, you know, God will forgive whatever whatever cul-de-sac that you're in. We talked about the Israelis being in a cul-de-sac, and uh, uh, maybe you're in a cul-de-sac uh, from your past decisions. And uh, But you know what? There is no unpardonable sin, and uh, there is nothing that you're dealing with um, even myself, as I've been through quite a journey since March of 18, uh, in this journey to, uh, to beat, uh, leukemia. And we've got a couple of years left before, um, we enter into the area of, uh, feeling pretty assured that I'm in the cured category, but you know, notwithstanding it, whatever you have, uh, happening in your life, the Lord is there and the Lord can uh, not only meet you at your point of need, he may fix whatever you're in miraculously, just like snapping your fingers. But he also may choose not to do that. And oftentimes there are other people and other things that he's working on in their lives, and their lives intersect with your life and your, my life. And, and uh, I can tell you that I've uh, been a been a student since March of 18 as the Lord has taken me much deeper in my walk in so many areas. And, um, and so when we look at this, this whole idea of laughing at the Republicans, laughing at the Democrats and really, uh, just being so dismissive because yes, what we're seeing unfold on, on the national TV, it's a, it's a lot of childlike behavior. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they are acting more foolishly than they are wisely in, in many cases, but you know, Part of when we look at them, we're also looking at us. And, um, you know, the Bible's real clear about us being very critical about uh, the lives of others and about the speck that's in, uh, you know, the law, the speck that's in somebody else's eye when the Bible says that we have a log in our eyes. And so um, just some thoughts about uh, putting things in perspective and uh, understanding that, um the Lord is in control. What's exciting is 
where is America going in the next few years? And it may be down a pathway that is very disturbing to us. Or what's going to be happening on the northern and southern Israeli border in the next few years? Things are really escalating. Do you realize that we are at such a very critical time of history? A time where we could well see in our generation the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That that much talked about event that uh, those who are living would be absent with the body, present with the Lord because we are raptured out. Of course, that's a controversial subject with, with many in Christendom, but nonetheless, the fact that Israel and uh, the conditions that have been met since the 48 and 67 war, the Aliyah with all of the Jews returning to their homeland. I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, can distract us, but um, keep our eye on the ball. Because this is a time that if you really believe there's a heaven and a hell and really believe that we all live forever, and because of our decision that will dictate whether we spend an eternity with Jesus or an eternity in a very dark place without him, it's time for us to get real serious about not only our own walk, walking in wisdom, not foolishness, Uh, but also smiling and being a Barnabas to others, leading others to Christ. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Need another reason to join the Faith Talk Fan Club? How about having your mortgage or rent covered for a whole year? It's Faith Talk's Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And as a Faith Talk Fan Club member, you could win free mortgage or rent payments for an entire year. To enter, go to letstalkfaith.com and click on Christmas Mortgage Miracle. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Brought to you by Golden Movers and Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. All right, St. Paul, Minnesota, and Dan. Hello, Dan. Dennis Prager. The well, reason I'm calling is I saw the movie last night, No Safe Spaces. I just thought it was awesome. It is awesome. Powerful, entertaining, and terrifying. Why did I make the movie No Safe Spaces with my friend Adam Carolla? Because we're living in perilous times. The protest has turned violent. There's no free speech for fascists. You should be able to share ideas without being fired from your job or shouted down. I want your job to be taken from you. No Safe Spaces will make you want to laugh and cry. Hollywood does not want you to see this movie. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon. The only place you can watch this movie is at the theater. No Safe Spaces. Every American should see this. No Safe Spaces is rated PG-13. For ticket information, go to nosafespaces.com. In theaters now. Award-winning Christian country singer Lisa Daggs has written her incredible story of unshakable faith in her new book. Hey, this is Lisa Daggs. 30 years ago, I was sitting in a prison cell facing three to five years behind bars on drug charges. I had just one thing to hold on to, my faith in God. And my trust in God's love was rewarded in ways that were impossible to imagine. 
but when life is at its worst, God is at his best. My new book is called No Turning Back Regardless, how God rescued me, redeemed me, and restored my heart with a song. It's about the freedom God gives us when we put our trust in him, regardless of our circumstances. Whether you're facing divorce, addiction, or family tragedies, redemption and victory is in your reach. No Turning Back Regardless is the story of what happens when you proclaim that you're going to follow and serve the Lord regardless. No Turning Back Regardless, the inspiring new book by Lisa Daggs, now available wherever books are sold. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all-natural Cola Gel, newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all-natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy-rich compounds. Jellyfish Collagen is a nutritive formula that promotes optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive memory. Receive your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. That's longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. K-O-L-L-A-J-E-L-L. Get your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz promo code COLAGEL. Eliminate brain fog and lack of energy with cola gel at longevitybynature.biz that's longevitybynature.biz weekday mornings at six join pastor steve kreloff for verse by verse outbursts of anger jealousy drunkenness they will ruin your life they will ruin your marriage they will ruin your family's existence that's all the flesh wants to do Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. I want to share some numbers from um, a new poll. Um, this poll has to do with um, how Americans feel about religious freedom. And uh, this is an index that is updated uh, every year by year. Um, generally speaking, according to Steve Warren, that I'm reading the uh, recap on CBN, their headline is Hands Off. Our religious freedom. New index reveals Americans want the government to keep out. That's right, to keep out. Um, This was uh, a poll, if you will, uh, part of the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberties. uh, First Religious Freedom Index. The index is a comprehensive study that uses um, a rigorous scale. Uh, to determine uh, just how Americans feel about religious freedom in America. Um, According to the index and reported by CBN, even after decades of religious freedom being pulled into the culture wars, apparently Americans accept and Americans support a broad interpretation of religious freedom. The index just showed that the strongest support in the religious pluralism dimension with a score of 80 
This dimension deals with the basic rights to hold unique beliefs and to worship according to those beliefs without facing persecution. Boy, Chick-fil-A really needs to take heed here. The religious sharing dimension, which asks about the freedom to share beliefs with others and to have open conversations about religion in public, a.k.a. this is about sharing our faith in public. This dimension had the second highest level of support with a score of 71. Beckett's research also shows Americans want a government that's hands-off. Americans are uncomfortable with the idea of the government penalizing groups and individuals for living out their religious, religious beliefs. The question of government funding. Listen to this. Two out of three Americans show 66% of Americans believe that religious organizations that provide services to help in the community For example, a soup kitchen, a homeless shelter, should be just as eligible to receive government funds as non-religious organizations that provide the same kind of services in the community. 34% were opposed to such funding. Wow. Two out of three Americans feel that it's okay for, let's say, the Salvation Army to do what they do. It is a Christ-centered organization. But Americans at large support that two out of three, but Chick-fil-A just delisted them. Chick-fil-A just blacklisted groups like the Salvation Army. This is further evidence how out of step leadership at Chick-fil-A is right now. In this day and age of pro-LGBTQ agendas, The index shows 74% of Americans said individuals and groups should not face discrimination, fines, or penalties from the government for their beliefs about marriage. That's three out of four. I wonder what kind of focus groups Chick-fil-A was looking at. Mm Mm-mm-mm. The study also reveals that contrary to popular narratives of increased tribalism and polarization, 81% of Americans support a culture of accommodation for minority faith practices. It may feel like we've lost America, but uh, if that poll is spot on, there is still hope. There is still hope for those of us that know. That a country without faith, and we believe faith in Lord Jesus Christ in large numbers, um, that is going to be a country that uh, is uh, going to provide an environment few would want to live in. Well, I hope that's uh, encouraging as we are about to sign off on uh, tonight's program, reminding you that uh, tonight is a night where many of you have a midweek service. Don't, don't discount that service. That may that that service, if you have a message from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, that may be the very nugget that you need for this week. And you know what? We need to be praising the Lord for all the blessings in our life. And a midweek prayer service is certainly uh, important for that. And uh, hope your church has one. And if they don't, well, maybe on Wednesday night you might plug in somewhere else. 
so that you can have that midweek midweek injection. And some say, well, that's because we want to be at church a couple days out of the week. No, you need to be with Jesus seven days a week, 24-7. Need to be plugged in with his Holy Spirit 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Amen? Amen. Well, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor at Ottawa Baptist Church, uh, his uh, ministry, Living Truth, on the radio coming up in just a moment. Today's message, just a few good men. Just a few good men. And that's coming up in a moment. Well, thank you for allowing me to have the honor to be with you for the last uh, almost three hours. We'll be uh, taking a look at all the major headlines tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow we're going to have a chance to... uh, uh, tomorrow's Hank Hanegraaff, right? Hank Hanegraaff will be with us with his new book. I'm Bill Bunkley. See you tomorrow at 3.